0: Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. we got to remember, not only must we pray together, but we must play together. Not only must we pray together, but we must play together. In education, we're educators as you, many of you know, There's, there are many different pedagogies. And one of the pedagogies that I always profess as an educator, number one, the pedagogy of love, number two, the pedagogy of play. And it just means a way of living and being together. And when we do that, we are more effective. We are more impactful. We are who God called us to be. That's how we're going to win our city. Yeah. Knowing those who labor among us. Yeah. Not just coming into a place and leaving. Coming into a place and leaving. But knowing you. Knowing what hurts you. Knowing what makes you move. Knowing what makes you happy. Knowing what makes you sad. Knowing how I need to pray for you. Yeah. Knowing where you've been wounded. And when I know you, I can honor you. Absolutely, that's good. When I know you, I can honor you. And
1: so great doors, every door in your life will open when you learn how to honor people.
0: As a matter of fact, we often say, you can trace your failures as well as your successes directly to those who you choose to honor and who you choose to dishonor. You can trace your successes and your failures Directly to those who you chose to honor or those who you chose to dishonor.
1: That's good. That's real good. And so I just want you, we want to drop this on you. Honor opens every yeah. door. Yeah. Honor. So if you honor the gift that's on another person, if you honor the anointing that's on another person, if you honor your parents, it opens a door of every blessing. The Bible tells you to honor your father and your mother. Your days shall be long upon the earth. And so I want you to know that honor opens doors for your life. The Bible says that Jesus increased in wisdom, Mm He increased in stature, so that means that something happened in his body, his physical stature. I'm Luke two fifty-two. You don't have to turn for it right now. He increased in his favor with God, and God didn't leave him right there. No. He said, it's not enough to have favor with me. Mm. Here's the last one for the box. He increased in his favor with man. God.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So when you honor, when, when a spirit of honor is on your life and you learn how to honor, whether it's your children, whether it's your teacher, whether it's students, people in your community, honor increases the favor on your Amen. life.
0: Amen. Now Amen.
1: remember, God loves everybody, but he doesn't favor everybody. And so he wants you to learn, how do I walk in uncommon favor that will ah. Open yeah. every door. Yeah. It's honor.
0: Yeah,
1: it's honor.
0: And the psalm says that in in my favor, there is life. Yes, yes, yes. In God's favor, there is life. So there's a level of life that we're not experiencing when we don't experience the favor of God. And as it relates to honor, that's key number one. But for those of you taking note, you can take the second uh, key, which is humility. Right. And so these are keys that we can use to move ourselves forward where we need to be in Christ. So Luke 18 verse nine, it says, and he spake this parable parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous. They trusted in themselves that they were righteous. Luke 18 verse nine. And not only did they trust in themselves that they were righteous, but their trust in themselves caused something that we never want to happen to happen. It caused them, the scripture said, to despise others. Awful, yeah? Verse 10 says, but two men went up to the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. Mm-hmm. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. He's giving God his resume. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Verse 14, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted.
1: Amen. Amen. So we just wanted to make sure that we drop uh, that in your spirit. I mean, this has been such um, an incredible experience, and Pastor Bob, we thank you uh, for all of your support. Can you give it up for Pastor Bob? Just thank you so much for you. your, tremendous, thank you. Thank you. your tremendous support. And so one of the ways in which the world will know us is through our love. Yeah. The devil can never carbon copy the love. He tries to carbon copy a lot of stuff, but one of the things that he cannot carbon copy wow. is the agape love. And so when they see us, loving one another, when they see us in community with one another, when they see us in fellowship with one another, I'm talking about sincere, pure, uh, positive, kingdom citizenship, uh, love, they can not copy it. And once that love starts to emanate, people start to desire that love. We remember being at a university years ago and we were speaking before some students, the student said, I don't care what you were saying, I saw the love between you and your wife. And because I saw the love, I was then interested. People can feel the authenticity. People can feel that when you've done the work to mine one another, M-I-N-E, to mine one another, to dig deep into one another, to find out the treasure that is inside one another, and to value one another, and so that is, That is very real and so you too have a treasure, you possess a treasure and part of our obligation as folks who are in community, that are in covenant with one another, is to find out what you have. That's why we need to spend chunks of time with one another. Because the last thing you want to happen is this, somebody blows up. all around the world and you say that person was right in my church that person was sitting right in the seats and I never got a chance to touch them I never got a chance to be in relationship with them and so that's why God is always trying to push the relationships
0: yeah yeah and even as we watch the children um be baptized today. I know there weren't just children, but it struck me because the, the other portion of the scripture that comes through in Luke, right after he acknowledged that, he showed us that we need to be humble, and he showed us how to be exalted is opposite really of what this culture shows us, right? come on social yeah, media yeah, 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 everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. all your socials every this and that people not even being able to say thank you right yeah, yeah. A, a small little thing but right after he told him in, in Luke how to be exalted the very next thing that it says is that the disciples brought to him who infants that he would touch them oh, my God. verse 15 oh, my God. but when his disciples saw it they didn't get it mm. they rebuked them Verse 16 said, But Jesus called them unto him and said, Suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such mm. is, the is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein.
1: So we will be going to New York again. <laughs> I mean, New Covenant people are so wild. They're saying we need three busloads. So the date is June 14th. Inbox me if you are in- inbox me on Facebook if you are interested. The date is June 14th. Do not miss because this is incredible. I want you to turn to uh, Matthew uh, 28. I want you to turn to Matthew 28. How many of you know God is the Lord of the harvest? How many of you know God is the Lord of the harvest? If you never go out, there are, there's a dimension of God that you will never experience. Miss it's called it. the Lord of the harvest. Yeah. And so Matthew 28, I want to read this in your hearing. I want to make sure that you get it deep in your spirit. Matthew 28, um, verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. I want you to underline that word power.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's saying, I have, read up all of the power in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, why are you going? You're going because I have all power in heaven and earth. Let me just stick a pin in it right here. The Bible says in Psalm 119, 89, he says, his word is forever settled. I want to I I work with you right here. His word, Pastor Bob, is forever settled in the heavens. In other words, Doug, what he what God thinks about you is already settled in heaven. It's nothing you can do about it, it's nothing you can add to it, there's nothing you can change. His word concerning you is settled. He didn't even ask you your opinion because he asked if he asked your opinion, you'd sell yourself short. In fact, if God showed you the magnitude of how he thought about you at once, you'd have a stroke. So he has to reveal it to you little by little because you wouldn't be able to handle that somebody thought that well of you. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. And so his word concerning you, Janine, is settled. That's why you Settle. can calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Woo. why you don't have to live in anxiety. That's why you don't have to be rushed. That's why you don't have to be fearful. That's why you don't have to live in inferiority. That's why you don't have to. Uh, Live like you're less than because his word is already settled concerning my life It supersedes what my mama thought about me. It supersedes what my daddy thought about me. It supersedes what your church Oh my god. What your neighborhood thought about you. It supersedes G Street. It supersedes 60th
0: Street (laughs) It
1: supersedes 52nd and Market. It supersedes 25th and Diamond. His word. Oh god, somebody talk to me. It's settled
0: in heaven. Now,
1: here's the problem. It's not settled in the earth. Woo! Teach. And that's why you got to pray.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because unless you pray, the reality of the word never comes to pass. Yeah. Mm. The reality, watch this, the reality of the word, Latanya, concerning you and concerning your children never comes to pass if you don't pray. That's why you got to learn how to lean into What he's saying. Now watch this. When you lean into what he's saying, it'll make you feel foolish Mm. because the word challenges your flesh. It challenges your carnality. Mm -hmm. That's why you can, that's why God can ask you to do something and you feel like a fool when you're doing it. Yeah. Like go out, go out (laughs) on a Sunday, put on a red apron, and you got polo on. You got Gucci on it. He said, put the red apron on.
0: Yes. Put the red apron on.
1: Put the red t-shirt on. And stand on a corner in Chestnut Hill and ask people, how can I pray for you? (laughs) Stop. Now, when you start doing it, there's something in you. That says I could be doing
0: something else. What is that something? It's pride. Let's kill it. Tell them what it It, is. It's pride. (laughs) Let's kill it. That's why we started with humility. Tell them what it is. It's it's pride. It's pride. pride. (laughs) Let's kill it.
1: So, So last Sunday, we put the apron on.
0: Absolutely.
1: So we go to Chestnut Hill. Doug took a contingent to, to Broaden Alley, after last Sunday, everybody wanted to go to Broad They said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Broaden Alley. So Doug, Doug, took a contingent to Broad Janine said, we're going to Chestnut Hill. Some folks were like, Chestnut Hill, oh God. Yeah, that's in our community. I was saying that, now watch this, watch this, watch this. When God asks you to do something you have to be in a constant state of repentance. Because he, he's constantly sifting your heart. Yes. God, I ain't doing that. I was on fire at, at, at Broadnaughty. Why would I want to go to Chestnut Hill?
0: But he's sifting our hearts. He's sifting. But he's also sensitizing our ears. Yes. Yes. He's sifting our hearts, but he's sensitizing our ear, right? Because as you go, you need to to be very discerning. You need to be very sensitive to his voice. You need to be very humble because you have to be conscious that you are nothing without him. And your being in that state of mind and heart could literally cause the word that will save somebody's life to come through you.
1: So we arrive, and we have luggage. You pull up, got the table, it's a red banner. All of it just looks weird, right? So we just total God thing. So we set up on a corner. There's a woman who's sitting there mm-hmm. reading a book, and we're thinking, oh my God, this lady's gonna get up. The lady does get up, but she never leaves. So she just stands on the side, still reading her book.
0: She so we, never left. She never left.
1: We set up the table. P. Mims, I call her Patricia Mims, is there. P. Mims is the name when we out there witnessing. You're P. Mims. So Patricia Mims is out there. Rob and Rita, they come out. They had the red aprons on. It was a whole lot of us out there. We set up. I look to my right. I see Rob and Rita Brown witnessing to the lady. And they're witnessing to the lady for a long time. Then before you know it, The lady comes back to our table saying, I got saved today.
0: (laughs) She's like, I got a new family. You guys want to take pictures with me? We're like, sure. We're taking selfies. We're taking selfies. She's like, I got saved today. And so. Well, listen to what else she said. She said I said well you know we're right down the street. She says I know, you know. She's talking about Rob and Rita. They were on fire. Just just a flame, just set a flame. I'm telling you. Oh my God. And the lady said, "You know, I used to I used to pray. I used to talk to God a lot more often." She said, "But something happened to me in COVID." She said, "I lost my job. I, I didn't know how I was going to take care of my children. It just got so hard." She said, "I stopped asking for a sign." And so I looked at her. (laughs) I looked at her, and I pointed up. I said, "We looked a big red sign with great big prayer station letters on it." I said, "Well, how's this for a sign?"
1: (laughs) And so, so then we start. Here's the uh, other thing:
0: we didn't know where we were going to go in Chestnut Hill, and so. Thank God for the team. They were so gracious. They were like, okay, so where are we going? Where do you want us to meet? They were excited. They were ready. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I said, but the Holy Ghost knows. Just follow me in the car. And when I see the spot where God says, we'll stop there and that'll be the spot. But the lady was at that spot. Yeah. And literally when we rode by her sitting on the bench, Holy Spirit said, that's the spot. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, that lady's there. We're going to set all this stuff up in front of her. But I just said, okay, guys, that's the spot. I went and parked the car. I come back. They're setting up. And the lady had just gently moved, but she never left. That was the spot. We got to believe when we pray, Holy Ghost, go before us. Holy Ghost, yes. give us the words. Yes. Holy Ghost, show us what to yes. say. Holy Ghost, send the people yes. that he's really doing it. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And we didn't know, none of us knew this lady. And we're, we're over there like, yeah, Rita, Rob, got her, and so we're praying, and the lady said, I got saved.
0: Yeah, she was so, one of many. So she was one of us, many that day who got saved. And so
1: some of us, we said, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna walk up and down the block a little bit. So I'm with my man, Everett Green, where this is his first time out. So he's observing me. So remember, when you're with somebody, they're observing you. And he told me, after we came back to the table, He said, I asked in my heart, Mm -hmm. do you only pray for black people? This is what he said in his heart. He said, do you only pray for black people? And he said, at the moment that I asked that, you were praying for a white couple. Mm -hmm. No, no, you didn't get it. He said, at the moment that he asked that, the next person you prayed for was a white couple. The Bible says, go into all All nations. nations. I'll say it to you again. Go into all nations. Now here's the the deal that sometimes a spirit can overcome us when we have to witness to people that have something. In other words, they have money. Mm -hmm. They have intellect. They have status they has prestige but the bible says i don't care what they have without me they have nothing so you got to know that you got to know that else you'll be intimidated
0: and that's why we bring your attention to the scripture in luke the pharisee and the uh the publican thank you pastor i went blank the Pharisee and the publican, right? And we'll bring you to another scripture in a a couple moments that'll help you to really begin to go back and study and see and get it in your spirit that that God is not a respecter of persons. I love what Deacon Rita said. She said, nobody's soul is black or white, yellow, purple, blue, or green. And we say that because as As our brother thought that in his mind, God answered it immediately. He never said it. He just thought it. And in that moment, we're witnessing to another couple. And
1: and when you're moving in the power of God, people feel comfortable enough to ask questions. That's That's why they were constantly asking Jesus, why couldn't we cast that out? What what happened? Or or, Jesus, I want to sit on the the right and then I want to sit on the left. And he said, no, 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 no. You can't do that. That's what my father's." Uh, provision to set that up, and so again, when you're with people, people feel a level of comfort to ask, "How'd you do that?"
0: That's right. Or I
1: thought that you were only praying for this type. Of people.
0: Yeah, and the scripture says, go, in verse 19. Go ye therefore, yeah. and as we said before, sometimes you can't get over, not sometimes, you won't get over the fear. You won't get over feeling like you don't know enough. You won't get over feeling like you don't feel well enough. You won't get over feeling like you don't have enough time. You won't get over any of it until you obey the command and just go Watch this, the, growing Nini. Nini. The, again, the growing is in the going the growing is in the going it's the only way and don't think we don't need you out there we need you out there I don't care what you know if you've been coming to church one time you know enough to go out there with us get trained and share the gospel because there are people who have done years and years and i'm not saying anything about study trust me i'm not years and years of church years and years of sunday school years and years of seminary in some cases but they still miss the thing
1: <laughs> Missed it.
0: they never went to go tell people about jesus Pastor Omar said, there's there's something that happens in the heavenly realm, but why do we have to go into earth? You heard him saying, we have to go into earth. Why do we have to go into earth? Because the the Lord will not violate his own own rule. And he said that the earth was ours. He sent Jesus so that he could redeem us from the fall. That happened in Genesis. I just really want us to understand why we're saying you have to do something. Right. Because sometimes church culture is like, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. God." But the truth is that he's waiting on you. He gave you all power in heaven and in earth so he won't violate his law, which says, I've endued you and 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 And all of those people who got baptized today. We pray they get baptized, not just with water, but with (laughs) fire and the Holy Ghost.
1: My God.
0: Because this is your earth. And there are certain things because this is your earth that cannot happen until you pray.
1: In fact, they will not happen. They will not happen. Until you pray. They will not happen until you move. Here's the problem with changing your life. You ready for it? You're never gonna feel like it. Here's the problem with transforming your life. You're never going to feel like it. You're not gonna feel like putting on an apron. You're not gonna feel like putting on a red T-shirt. You're not gonna feel like carrying the books. You're not gonna feel like the training. But when you learn to command yourself, you gotta learn how to give yourself commands. You will go. You will eat the right food. You will drink water. You will go to bed on time. You will cut that TV off. You will put your phone down. You will stop scrolling. You will be kind to your wife. You will spend money on her. You will take her out. You will respond when she's hungry. You will raise your kids. You will invest in them. You have to, will yourself. Good. I will live. God will yourself yes. to live.
0: Yeah.
1: Next thing you know, you're around for another 25 years.
0: Hallelujah.
1: And some of you that might only have 20 years left, how dare you be scared? How dare you live with your head down? You know enough to go. Yeah. And when you go, He will make up for what you don't, what you lack.
0: And you can also be afraid and do it anyway. Ah, Shabbat, I like that. Because it's called obedience. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Obedience.
1: And watch this, you can also obey and not understand.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Go in the house, why? Teach it. That was a shooting, I didn't even, I didn't understand what was going, you obeyed and went in the house. When your mother or father told you to do something, you didn't understand everything, be quiet. Okay. That's some old school, that's some old school parenting. Why? Because I said so. That's all, but we need to have a discussion. No discussion. That's old school parenting. And so God to take you through some old school obedience. Well, I, I, I really need a sheet before I go. I really need a seminar, go. Ever told me this, he said God told me that until I go out here with you, everything in my life is gonna be on shutdown. That's what he said. Now I'm not saying that for you, but he said for me. He said certain things in my life are not gonna work until I obey in this. It's interesting that we wanna ask God for a company, but don't wanna be part of his company.
0: His business. If
1: you make the father's business a priority, he will reorder your whole life. Yeah. I'll say it to you again. If you make the father's business a priority, he will reorder your whole life. If You make the father's business a priority, he will give you peace. If you make the father's business a priority, he'll give you another chance. What do you mean another chance? Remember that opportunity you missed five years ago? I'm going to bring it around for you again. And you'll be ready this time. Because you have made me a priority. If you make the Father's business a priority, I'll renew your marriage. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. I'll make it work, God, because I instituted it. The world didn't create marriage. I created it. But if you obey me, I'll reorder it for you. Where it was hard, I'll make it soft. I'll reorder it for you if you obey me. It's amazing. That's why, that's why he was telling you the parable of the sower. Now watch this. He said, if you know this parable, you will know all of parables. Mm-hmm. Because the parable, Pastor Bob, was dealing with the condition of our heart. He's saying that if I, if I never deal with the condition of your heart, you can't receive what I have to say in all the other parables. That's why he said, know you not this parable, then how will you know the other ones? Because the parable of the sower, Janine, was dealing with the seed of the word falling on your heart. And that word was the word of the kingdom. That's why he says, when anyone heareth the word of what? No, 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 no. no. When anyone heareth the word of what? The kingdom. I'm not even talking to me, Jesus. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, watch this, and does not understand it, Satan himself comes to take away even that which you understand. Why? Because he never wants you to to come into your rightful place of master in the world. He never wants you to come to your rightful place where you have rulership, where you have control over your mind, control over your circumstances, control over your time, control over your family. Do you know what it feels like for your family to be out of control? That's why you need the kingdom, you can bring it in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why for men you need the father's heart. Because the father's heart has to be dropped in yeah, your home. Talk about
0: yes. Talk about the picture with
1: Johnson. And so, this weekend, I had a speci- we had a special moment with our son. Our oldest son had a rough time at his first high school. So we made a decision to do the last year again called post-grad. And so this week he graduated. We had to send him... Again. All the way out. He graduated again. So we had to send a him double to
0: Pittsburgh. It's a double portion. A double portion.
1: And after the graduation, I did what a loving father would do. Not only did I say I was proud of him, but I said, make one promise. May you honor the investment that the family has made. And may you do two things. Be a man and become all that God intended you to be. Number one, honor the investment of the family. Number two, be a man. He understood what that meant. Be a man. Same thing thing David told Solomon when he was dying. He said, be a man. His last words, be a man. Do you know how many men have never heard the voice of the Father? See, if you hear the voice of the Father, I don't have to give you money. The voice affirms you. The voice gives you direction. That's why, that's why David said, you can take anything from me, but don't take your presence from me. Because in his presence, you hear the voice. And that voice gives you confidence. I care what school you go to, but if you hear that voice, if you hear that voice, the voice of the Father, and it's that voice that gives you the confidence to move on. And that's what men must do. Do you realize, my wife and I used to talk about this, the the enemy would work on men to be silent for their children and all along the woman is like say something no 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 the woman is like I wish you would say something say he did good say you're proud of him why because we do not have a motherhood problem the bible tells you that The mother stood at the foot of the cross when Jesus was in his worst situation. He had sinned, death, all of it on him. Who was at the foot? The mother. So he says, unless the heart of the fathers, the fathers turn to the children, I will smite the earth with a curse. What's the curse? Immaturity. You never grow up. You never become. You never mature. You never can take hold. Of what he intended for you to have. That's the challenge. To have a, to have, to have a, to to have male development but not be a man. That's what the sisters are. If it had not been for my mother who begged my grandfather, I need you to be in the life of those boys. He didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But it was a mother. It was a mother because he didn't want to hear her mouth no more. So he said, okay, I'll do it. So watch this. Now watch this. That's the gift. That's the gift of women. That's the gift of women because the women will wear you down. Oh, you going to do this. Oh, you going to father your grandchildren. Oh, you going to put them right in the, there. You, here they go. They'll drop them off and leave. Here you, here you go. Here you go. Take them somewhere. Buy them something. Teach them something. Read them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's discipleship.
0: Yes.
1: Every all discipleship is not just a piece of paper.
0: That's it.
1: All discipleship is not just the book. Show me your life. Oh. Show me your life. Show me what marriage looks like. Yes. See, that's see that's why people have challenges with inviting people in. Because they're gonna see the real deal. Show me what marriage look like. Mm-hmm. Show me how you talk to her. Mm-hmm. Show me how you embrace. Show me how you speak to her. And if you do that, I want that. Not only do I want that, I want the God that helps yeah, that. Yeah, that, that part. Thank you, Jesus. Show me, because people will come faster for a model. I saw it. Not only did I hear it, I saw it. Do you realize that some men are in trouble because they never saw it? Where you literally have people saying, "I don't know how.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where do I start?" Well, well let, let's start with cleaning up the front. Here's a trash bag. Let's start with sweeping the front up. This your property. Let's start with painting this a little bit. Let's start with organizing this.
0: Let's start with getting the clothes. Let's start with stewardship. That's what that is. Starting with stewardship. Take care of it. Yes. Watch over it. Yes. That's what God asked us to do with the earth. Yes. And that's what he's asking us to do with one another.
1: And, and Janine, when, when when Jesus died on the cross, well, watch this. When Adam sinned, he gave the lease to the devil. Mm-hmm. He gave lordship of mm-hmm. the earth, yes. the world system, to the devil. He gave it to him. Mm-hmm. S- so, so, so sin always puts us out of position. Yeah. And so he gave Janine Satan lordship. So when Jesus dies on the cross, mm-hmm. he he takes that lordship back. That's right. From Satan.
0: That's why the scripture calls him the second Adam.
1: He paralyzes or he, he, know, he takes away his authority yeah. from Satan. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He takes away Satan's authority over your life. Now remember,
0: Satan rules by ignorance. Ooh, that's good.
1: So as long as you don't, as long as you don't know that his lease is terminated, mm-hmm. He's going to stay on your
0: property. And here's the thing. He didn't just take it away from him, the authority, yes. but he gave it to you.
1: That's good, Janine. He authorized you.
0: He authorized you. He gave you the badge, the gun, the bullets, all of it. You have authority <laughs> in the earth. You like that, Reese? You have authority <laughs> in the earth.
1: And, and, and so... And so if you don't realize that, I'm sorry, honey. Go ahead, go ahead, go
0: ahead. So I heard somebody say authorized. Yes, it's authorized because
1: yes,
0: we we gotta know this so you can yes. walk like who you who Jesus made you.
1: You walking heavy. You talking he,
0: heavy now. he authorized you, right? He not only gave you the sword, the, 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 the breastplate, the shoes, the helmet, or if you like the gun analogy, that's fine. But the point is that he gave you authority in the earth because the, he is in charge of your homeland, which is heaven. So in the same way yes, that the, 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 uh, the authorities are given that authority from the government that they sit under wherever you live, it's Bahamas, United States, wherever it is, right? You were given authority of the Holy Ghost.
1: Yes, that's good, Janine. Who is the
0: governor of heaven?
1: That's good.
0: So that you could, uh, you could work this testament. This is a, this is a, this is not just a holy Bible. This is the contract the constitution from the place where you all really come from which is called heaven
1: yes that's good
0: and that's why you were able to get authority because you come from a country called heaven
1: that's, but you mean? gotta
0: exercise your authority in the earth
1: that's why he says that's why he says lay up for yourselves yeah treasures where in heaven. no no talk to me in that bible lay up for yourselves treasures where in heaven Heaven is a country. And then he ends with this. Where your treasure is.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where
1: your treasure is. Yeah. There will your heart be. That's why when you die, you go back home to the home country. That's good. I'll read this one scripture. Watch this. Turn to 2 Corinthians 5. Um. 16 and 17. No, 17. Watch this. 2 Corinthians. I like that. Is this good? Yes. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that word Christ does not only mean anointed one or Messiah, it also means the anointed king. Mm-hmm. So if anyone is in the anointed king, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the what? The ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, Mm. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Verse 20. Watch this. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I want to say this today. God literally calls you an ambassador. An ambassador represents their home country in a foreign land.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: You must be born again. Because you were born in America, you have citizenship rights. I told you, heaven is a country. So when you're born again, he reconnects you to your
0: home country. That's it. That's it.
1: When you are born again, he reconnects you to heaven. Yeah. That's why he said, Abraham sought for a country
0: mm, 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 mm,
1: whose builder and maker, God. Is. Jerusalem is the city and the country, but he said, Abraham sought for a country whose builder and maker is God. Yeah. Now you are an ambassador. Do you know how much trouble that devil will be in if he does something to an ambassador? Do you know how much protection you have? Do you know how covered you are? That's why Jesus said, I could release legions Said, so my kingdom is not even this world. He said, I could release something on you that could destroy this whole thing. Do you even know how dangerous you are? So, if I were the devil, I would make sure you live your life never knowing who you really were. I would make sure you live your life never knowing that his least, Janine, was terminated, and you still let him stay on your property. Now you all, we all know what to do if somebody still tried to stay on your property, because I don't know if squatter laws apply to the kingdom of God. (laughs) That's an American thing. Squatter laws don't apply. Watch this. If he stays on your bloodline. Tell him what to do if he stays on your property, Uh guess what you have to do? You have to evict him. Why? Because you already have the authority. The people are waiting for you. To do what? Go. Jesus had to rebuke the disciples because the women had already started evangelizing. He rebuked the disciples. He said, we we can't believe that you saw him. They said, we saw him. They were already witnessing. The women were already witnessing. But he had to rebuke the men. Then he had to open the scriptures to make sure that they understood that it was, I'm in the book, that it was him. we are telling you that it is him
0: him. him.
1: who is calling you to go out don't stay where you are you'll never be happy where you are but when you make a move oh my god to go
0: out Mm -hmm.
1: you will meet the lord of the harvest thank you Jesus amen God bless you come on give God a praise